So we'll start this off with a few words that I think are gonna really surprise you once you find out who said this, okay? So they go like this. I remember thinking, why am I doing this? I'm not getting any better. My friends are all better than me and they don't work half as hard as I do. The whole thing with me was confidence. I didn't believe that I was good. Once that kicked in, everything clicked for me, then they couldn't stop me. So, believe it or not, <laughs> those words come from none other than Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers in basketball history, actually struggled with confidence early on in his career. And I wanted to share that with you right at the start, just to say that if you are struggling with confidence, either on or even off the court, this is something that almost Every player throughout all of history, with very few exceptions, has had to go through, including Kevin Durant. So I, I almost see this as like a rite of passage for players who want to play at the highest level. If you want to get there, this is something that you will go through at some point or another during your career. And you have to go through it because playing at the highest level is almost impossible to do if you don't have really deep inner confidence within yourself. So we are about to give you a predictable, reliable system for building that inner confidence without doing the things that you have probably been told to do by your coaches. And so we'll list a few of those things right off the start uh, to be really clear on the process here. So the first, <laughs> the first one, and uh, I'm sure you've heard this, we all have, Coaches will say things to players like, just be confident, just be confident in yourself. You know, it's so easy. And I think to myself when I hear this, like you might as well tell a player just to be taller, be taller, like go ahead, grow a foot, come back tomorrow and you'll, you'll be better. And in the same way that we can't press a button inside of ourselves and become taller, we don't flip a switch and just magically decide to become confident. No, confidence is an ability that you develop just like your handle, your jump shot, and your vertical jump take training. Confidence is something that you develop within yourself through habitual actions taken consistently, okay? So in the same way, <laughs> we are going to develop a, that system that you are going to be developing your confidence through. And one of the other misconceptions that I hear all the time from coaches is, Confidence is born completely out of preparation. If you just prepare, you'll feel confident. And that's true in the sense that you will feel more confident if you prepare than if you didn't prepare. However, just like KD said, how many players have we seen who out-prepare and outwork everybody else around them, but still fall short and kind of fade into the background during games, while other players who don't prepare as hard as they do take over and overshadow them? And this was even happening to KD, right? His friends weren't working half as hard as he did, and yet they were still outplaying him. And so if preparation is the only thing you're relying on for all of your confidence, it's usually not going to be enough. All right, and the other thing that's not going to be enough is good old fashioned, simple, positive thinking. Now, <laughs> positive thinking in and of itself is not a bad thing. We don't wanna think negatively, of course. However, it's what you might call a lightweight method, okay? And I'll explain it like this. If somebody's trying to win your trust and confidence in them, and they come up to you and they say, hey, I'm really trustworthy. Like, uh, here are my credentials. I'm, uh, you know, you can be confident in me. Just, just be confident in me. How much are you going to trust them versus somebody who comes up to you and just proves with their actions that you can trust them absolutely? Well, you're going to believe the actions a whole lot more than the words. And so if you're relying on words in your head to talk yourself into feeling confident, it's usually not going to be enough. And... I'll, uh, I'll put it this way as well. 
for a really deeply confident person, do you think they have to convince themselves in their mind that they are confident? Think about uh, Damian Lillard, for example, who we'll, we'll be using as, a, as an example of really deep inner confidence throughout this course. Do you think that he has to constantly be talking himself up in his own mind and convincing himself that he feels good and he feels confident and that he's so great? Probably not, right? Like none of us try to convince each other that the sky is blue. We've all seen it, it's very obvious. And so confidence, when you really have it, you don't need to talk about it in your mind. You don't need to convince yourself. You don't even really need the you know positive thinking methods. Like of course, positive thinking um, will essentially happen naturally. You will just be positive all the time because you don't ever have those inclinations to think negatively about yourself because you're confident, right? So these uh, misconceptions like just be confident as though you press a button and you decide to be confident, uh, you know, confidence is born through preparation, confidence is born through positive thinking. <laughs> These, again, I called them lightweight methods earlier. That's not what we're gonna be relying on here. We're gonna be using heavy duty methods here to actually build deep inner confidence. And I'll start this off as we normally do with a quick story that will share really the foundations of how we're gonna be building this. And we speak about active mind, right? And um, if you listen to that talk, if you haven't yet, it's called active mind. Um, definitely, definitely listen to that. But we talked about actively engaging in the material and thinking through the material as you learn. So as I'm telling this story, see if you can pick out the sources of confidence that I was relying upon. And what you're about to hear is a story about maybe the most confident point in my career up until this point, and then how all that confidence came crashing down around me just moments later. And so you're, you're about to see a really clear distinction here about how confidence is actually built. So actively see if you can point out those sources of confidence here that I was relying upon. So this story happened in my final year of high school basketball. And if you don't know already, I was coming off of a, a really severe hip surgery. I had a third of the cartilage cleaned out of my hip capsule and some of the bone uh, shaved off the head of the femur. And uh, I was basically bedridden for most of the summer. So I didn't train all that much leading into this season, just kind of squeezed in a couple weeks right before the season started. And so you could say that my confidence wasn't just low, it was really nowhere to be found. It was just completely uncertain. I was just com totally in the dark. <laughs> I had no idea how I was gonna play, had the rustiest skills of my career, didn't know if my body would even hold up. I didn't know if like I would, on the first play of the game, have like this tearing feeling in my hip and be done for the season again, like I, like I had the previous season. So again, no confidence at all. We are going into a preseason game. It's on a Saturday against uh, a really high level team. Um, I believe that it was called St. Mary's. And so we're going into this game. I'm feeling no confidence at all. And then the jump ball goes up. And I will, <laughs> it's one of those experiences that I will loosely categorize as luck. You know, those games where everything just seems to go your way. Well, that's what happened for me. I catch the ball off the tip. I take three dribbles at my defender, go behind the back and pull up for three with a hand in my face, hit that shot. First five seconds of the game, I've already hit a three. So now there's like this flicker of confidence coming to life. And it was one of those moves, you know, that like just kind of happens out of nowhere. It's not like I was feeling confident. So I, I pulled up for three. No, I just kind of did it. And suddenly I'm feeling confident. And so uh, a couple plays later, I hit another three. Uh, I hit a few more shots. And before you know it, end of the first quarter, I have 13 points and we're up against this really good team. 
and the crowd is going crazy. They're all like cheering and congratulating me and like the, everybody loves a comeback story, right? And that's what this was. My teammates are jumping up and down on the, on the bench, patting me on the back. My coach is smiling ear to ear. I'm feeling amazing. I'm like talking myself up in my mind saying like, I'm unstoppable now. This is gonna be the best year of my career. I can't believe how well I'm playing. He can't guard me. You know, all the thoughts that go through our minds when we're playing really well. So this is what's going on. I'm having a lot of success. I'm getting validated by everybody else around me who's so psyched to see me come back. I'm having one of the like hottest quarters of my life in basketball. And then I'm talking myself up in my mind, comparing myself to everybody else on the floor and so on and so forth. So hopefully you can catch these like sources of confidence that are triggering this feeling in me. And I, I cool off a little bit throughout the course of the game. We ended up winning. Uh, I think I ended the game with like 24 points or something like that. So I, I cooled off a bit, but I still had a really strong game. And afterwards, I'm feeling really good about myself. Keep in mind, the year before, I had averaged like uh, nine or 10 points a game or something like that. So this is a big jump, 24 points a game, 24 points in a game is, is a big deal for me at this point, especially coming off that injury. And so all of my teammates are, are like super, super happy for me. And they're all saying, you know, come out tonight, come out tonight with us. Um, you know, you, you just <laughs> well, I'll say this. At this point in my career, I didn't drink. I rarely, rarely, rarely went out. I usually like to be in the gym when I wasn't hurt. Um, I was a little bit shy, introverted. And so at this point, I, my natural inclination is to just say, no, like I'm, I'm not going out. However, I was feeling so confident after that game that I just said, yeah, let's do it, <laughs> like sign me up. And so later that evening, I'm walking up to this party and I still remember the house is like shaking. It's, it was so loud, they actually got a noise complaint. The cops came later that night. House is like thundering as I'm walking up to it. I walk up floating in on this cloud of confidence from earlier that day. I open the door and all at once, I see like a hundred faces staring back at me. All these people from my school, girls from our school, people that I've never seen before who went to different high schools. This is like a serious house party. And all my teammates are like drinking in the back of the house, bouncing up and down, doing like just partying. And <laughs> all at once, that cloud of confidence I had just evaporates and drains out. And suddenly I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling insecure. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with myself. I kind of like walk into the house, close the door, go up to my teammates. And like, they're all like really, really um, high energy and bouncing up and down and uh, exuberant. And I'm just feeling more and more uncomfortable by the minute. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm feeling really quiet, trapped in my head. You, you've probably had this feeling before, right? Again, I don't drink, so I'm like stone cold sober. Everybody else is drunk. And after about 20 minutes or so, I just straight up leave. I was like, this isn't for me. Go home, lying in bed that night. I'm thinking to myself like, first thing this morning, I had no confidence at all, nowhere to be found. <laughs> An hour later, I'm feeling like more confident than I can remember feeling my entire basketball life. And then as soon as I open the door to that party, all that confidence is gone again. How is that possible? <laughs> and more than that, is that even real confidence? If it's so unpredictable and unreliable and driven by external circumstances, then can I, like, how could I possibly build confidence that way? So, I hope you caught that, right? Remember, active mind. What were the sources of confidence that I was relying upon? Well, let's break these down. Number one, the source of confidence I was relying upon was success. So I had a successful game, played really well. 
which sparked this big upsurge of confidence in me. The second one was validation, right? Everybody else around me was telling me how great I was, was like congratulating me on this big comeback. I was, um, you know, my coach was really proud of me. All of these things that are really nice when they happen, but of course they don't happen all the time. But this was all happening in this moment. So I'm having a really successful game, getting validated by everybody else around me. And then the third one is comparison in my own mind. So I'm comparing myself to everybody else on the floor. And because I'm playing so well, that comparison looks really nice in my mind. So success, validation, and comparison are the three sources of confidence that are triggering this upsurge of really good feeling within myself. So what's wrong with that picture? And if so many players, I mean, this is these are the sources of confidence, really, success, validation, comparison, that trigger confidence for 99% of all basketball players, right? What's wrong with that? Well, that's the question I'll ask you. And we're about to head into a quick break, but as we take this break, ask yourself really deeply, like what is wrong with relying on success to drive your confidence or validation from other people to drive your confidence or uh, comparison in your own mind versus other people to drive your confidence? And why can we never rely on these? Okay, so I'll ask you that question and uh, take a moment, just stretch up, get a drink of water if you need to, or just power through, but make sure that you have some form of answer going into this next chapter. And uh, right now I will pause the recording, give you a chance to think about that. And then I will come back afterwards and see you on the other side. Okay, welcome back. So I hope you have an answer ready. What was wrong with relying upon success, validation, and comparison to fuel all of my sense of confidence in myself and in my game? Well, essentially, if you, if you didn't catch this, all of those sources of confidence exist outside of me. Having success in the outside world is not something that happens all the time for anybody. Even LeBron comes up short sometimes. And so if we are pinning our entire sense of confidence on success, it's sort of like investing our entire life savings into Bitcoin. It feels really good when that price goes up and we're playing well. It feels terrible when that price crashes and we're not playing well. So it's this roller coaster to nowhere. If all of our confidence is invested into our success, it's just, it's too unreliable and unpredictable. And plus, we can't control a whole, bu a whole bunch of the factors that uh, contribute to success. I can't control my teammates, can't control my coach, can't control the other team who's matched up with me. All of these factors that are outside of my control are determining my success. And so once again, we are not going to be reliant upon success to build all of our confidence for us. We're also, of course, <laughs> this is obvious, not going to be relying upon the validation of other people to fuel all of our confidence for us. If we do that, it's just like success. When they talk highly of us, we'll feel great. When they don't talk so highly of us, we'll feel terrible. And you've probably noticed that people with really deep confidence they don't need validation from anybody. It doesn't matter to them. When other people talk badly about them or criticize them, it doesn't bother them because they know who they are and they have that confidence already. So we're not gonna be relying upon validation. It's wildly unpredictable and unstable. And in addition to that, we're not going to be doing what most players do, which is comparing ourselves to everybody else in our own mind. And I'll use an example to illustrate this point. If you are, let's say, a high school player and you go to a run with a bunch of college players who are all bigger, stronger, faster, older than you, and you start 
trying to talk yourself up in your mind because you're not feeling all that confident and, and saying to yourself like, they can't touch me, I'm the best player here. These things that may or may not be true. Well, how much are you gonna believe the words that you're saying to yourself? And <laughs> what you'll find is that comparison between yourself and other people to fuel all of your confidence relies almost entirely on everybody else around you not comparing well with you. Like you have to actually be better than them for that comparison to work. And not only that, but if you are doing that fake it till you make it confidence, if you're not actually the best player, but you're just telling yourself you are, well, there's gonna be a critical fracture in your sense of confidence that we'll talk about um, not too long from now, okay? So we'll go deeper into this in a moment, but I wanna say this up front. Your confidence is none other than your ability to trust yourself, okay? You may wanna write that down actually. Confidence is the ability to trust yourself. So the act of building confidence is essentially the same as the act of earning your own trust. And if you're telling yourself things that aren't true all the time just to try to feel confident, you're fracturing your trust and therefore you're fracturing your sense of confidence. So let's line these things up. We have success, totally unreliable. We have validation from other people, even more unreliable. And then we have comparison between ourselves and other people, again, unreliable. And these things, like if we are pinning all of our confidence onto these outer factors, we develop what I now call outer confidence, okay? It's confidence that is triggered by sources outside of ourselves. What we're gonna be developing here is what I now call inner confidence, okay? This is confidence that is generated entirely from within you. The difference between the two, I would liken it to sort of the difference between like a sugar rush versus a really healthy, nutritious meal, okay? In outer confidence, we get this rush of, um, of good feeling of confidence when we, again, have success, validation, comparison, uh, positive comparison between ourselves and others. We get this rush of confidence but inevitably there's a crash, right? When we stop, when that success goes away, the validation goes away, we crash. On the other hand, inner confidence is like this healthy, nutritious meal that sustains us and gives us clean, clear energy over a long period of time. And we're gonna be talking about exactly how to develop this inner confidence in a moment, but I'll, um, I'll drive home this comparison with uh, an example of two players, okay? So if you looked at, Paul George and Damian Lillard. Paul George, to me, is one of the best players in the world. He's got this incredibly well-rounded game. I, I personally really like watching him play. The problem is you don't always know what you're gonna get with him. He could show up and be playoff P and drop 40 and play incredible and dominate like we know he can. At the same time, like we don't know, he, he could easily show up and turn into pandemic P and <laughs> score 15 points and shoot 30% from the field and kind of disappear and be a shell of the player that we know that he is. And with Paul George, when things are going well, he's really good, he's one of the best. When things aren't going so well and he's under pressure and he's being criticized, he tends to kind of fall apart. And that is because he has, again, outer confidence, confidence that is dependent upon success, validation, and comparison. Inner confidence isn't dependent on any of those things. And so, just like the healthy meal, it gives us this sustained, permanent, rock-solid sense of deep confidence within ourselves. And this is what you see in a guy like Damian Lillard. Even when he doesn't play well, 
he's still like, for example, at the end of a game when he hasn't played well, he's still going to want the ball in his hands to take that final shot because he still believes he can make it. And he probably will. <laughs> that is inner confidence. No matter where he goes in the world, I, I heard in an interview recently when he was saying like, I'm the same person, whether I'm uh, with my family or whether I'm walking down the street by myself, I don't change. I'm the same person. That's the kind of confidence we're talking about where you are always you. <laughs> Deep down, like you know who you are and you are just rock solid and reliable. That confidence doesn't waver. It doesn't, um, it's not shaken in the face of failure. It's not shaken by the things that other people say about you. You don't need to talk yourself up in your own mind. It's just always there. So how do we develop this? Well, I just mentioned that confidence is defined as the ability to trust ourselves. And so, as I said before, the development of confidence is essentially the same as earning your own trust in yourself. And so I, I want to ask you another active mind question here. What do the people you trust most all have in common? What is the single thing that they all have in common? Okay, I'll ask you that and then we'll take a break right now. So take a moment just to, uh, you can pause if you want and, and just ask yourself this question and really have an answer ready for when we come back. You can, um, again, stretch up, shake out if you'd like to get a drink of water, no more than a minute or so. Come back with your answer ready and then we'll get into exactly how to develop this sense of inner confidence in you. Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed this clip. And if you'd like to watch the full length talk, we'll have the title and or link for you in the description so that you can check it out there. And as always, if you'd like to go even deeper, the best place to do that is in our free masterclass over at deepgame.com, which I believe will be the most powerful hour of basketball learning of your life. I hope we see you there.